we lose those little moments because of the mundanity of life, right? We forget how to remember who and what we truly are. Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots, and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life, and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing Wisdom Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) Shit, sorry. I'm doing the I'm doing the thing that you're not supposed to do, right? Like I'm on my phone as you're talking. We're just getting started, so so it's like I'll consider it a warm up. Okay, all right. This is Tessa, by the way, speaking to (laughs) you. you. Thank you for the call out because we did get another email, you guys. Okay, this is Rosie speaking. I guess we really sound alike, Tess. I've I've listened to it, and I I I mean, obviously, I am biased. Yeah. I mean, I can, my, I guess I'm biased too. Cause I definitely hear a difference in our voices. So that's, it's, I don't know. I think that's interesting. I what think do you it's think interesting it is? Too. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's our amazing edit engineer that maybe puts a, a compression. I don't know. He doesn't do, it sounds exactly the same. I'm trying to blame it on somebody else. Listen to me. Uh, um, I am excited today because we have a couple of really huge announcements. The first being that my book is available for pre-order. So everybody is uh, able to now pre-order the book. I did a big reveal for the cover of the book. That was interesting journey. I think we talked about it already, right? Did we talk about this? We did kind of start to talk about the book journey. We, we sprinkled that conversation throughout the, the past couple of weeks, but okay. it's such a, it's such an intense journey. I mean, I feel like that's really like you as a writer, as an author, you go deep into the depths of your soul and oh, back yeah. again. And so, you know, what has that been like? Are you, do you feel like you're coming up from area? Do you, mm. for area, do you feel like you're still deep in the trenches of that? I mean, it's such a great question for you as well, right? As somebody who knows what it's like to write a book as an author, Tessa, you know what it's like. She's doing the little <laughs> side smile. You know, what's interesting. I, what I want to talk about, I want to look for the wisdom in this. When I tell people that I've written a book or Tori's talking about it or somebody's mentioning, asking a question about the process or what, what have not, what have not, what have you, yes, um, what have you, <laughs> what have you. I'm tuning into my Midwestern mom in there. (laughs) Um, I literally have like a, a, well, there's a story behind that in the book that I talk about, which I can share here. I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, in the book, when you buy my book, I will share whatever. I'll tell you guys a story here in case you don't want to buy the book or read it. I'll tell you the story here in a second. But there is this question that I get asked 
all the time. And it is, are you so proud of yourself? Aren't you so proud of your work? And that question always gives me pause because I feel like there's two things that happen for me with that question. The first one is pride as a recovering Catholic is not a great thing. <laughs> I love <laughs> <Right>? that phrase. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that. And then the second is the internal inquiry of, am I really proud of my work? Because the initial question, and just to be completely transparent and honest with everybody here, because we're all friends, I don't know that that's what I feel about my work. There are certain things that I guess I could say I feel proud of. Like I'm I'm proud to be in a long-term relationship. Like I'm proud that I've been able to withstand really difficult obstacles in my life and still be alive. I'm proud that I go to sleep at 830 at night. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like there are certain things where I wear it as a badge of honor, right? Mm -hmm. I can identify so many things, but I think when it comes to my work, I have a really hard time accepting that. Well, it maybe it's not, maybe proud's not the right word. Is there another word that encompasses yes. the feeling of Yeah, and I, and I want to like elaborate on this and I'm glad that you're bringing up sort of like, what can you replace that word with? I feel accomplished. Mm. Like there is a feeling of accomplishment where I feel like, okay, I finished this or I, you know, like when I did my teacher training, I compared yeah. to the same thing like, oh, okay, yeah, I accomplished something. I've got a... There's a result from my the my blood, sweat, and tears have resulted in a finished product. So there is a a level of accomplishment, of excitement. But the proud thing is really interesting. And I I and I don't know, it could be an internal issue for me of I'm always gonna be my own worst critic. I think we all are. And for me to not call that portion of that equation out would be remiss of me. So I definitely want to say that, yes, it can always be better. And my instinct is to think like, eh, am I proud of the work? Would I be even more, would I be proud if I had X, Y, and Z? Mm. Of course, that's where I go, right? I go into the space of, eh, it could have been this, or I could have done this more. I wish I would have talked about this and, or I wish I would have taken this out and put this instead. So I think that's just our neuroses that happens in the process of actually acknowledging one's work. Yeah. And going back to you, what you said, is there another word? And I, I feel like there is, it's just fascinating to me as you're asking the question, how the first thing that comes to mind is how many people ask, are you so proud? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't think that I am, but I don't mean it to sound, I don't want to be hard on myself. I'm not trying to sound self-deprecating. I think it's just, no, I don't know that that's the right word for what yeah. I feel. Yeah. And so I think it's really interesting, right? Like the wisdom in how we identify our accomplishments. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to have the vernacular around it. So me yeah. saying that now I'll go back to what I said that I would share the story, the Midwestern story of my internal, like 
grandma and, and you know the story and and maybe i've talked to i i know i've i've started just doing the circuit guys those of you aspiring authors out there if you if you want to write a book know that you also have to promote the book and you have to sell the book <laughs> so there is a lot of interviews that you have to do and you will repeat yourself and you will have to dig deep to the why you're doing the work that you're doing so that you can get through doing you know 150 interviews in a certain time span. So that being said, I don't know, you'll hear this me talk about the story because it was a pivotal story in my journey when I was, you know, in the midst of my inquisition, internal inquisition when I was a teenager and I was trying to figure out whether I was going to be just like everybody else that I grew up with in this awful environment, you know, be one of those like unruly at-risk youth childrens that was just fine with getting by and probably dying at a young age from like a drug overdose or something, you know, like some of my friends did. I decided to ditch school one day and I took the bus to Venice. My happy place is always the beach. And so I took this journey and I write about it in detail. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'm going to tell you the story for those of you who are not going to read the book. I'm going to give you the Cliff's notes because I don't want to get too into it. But I I got to the beach and I'm going down towards the, the shore and take my docks off. I kick them off and I'm carrying them in one hand and I'm like, you know, walking through and just thinking like, wow, why can't I just why do I have to engage with everyday life? Why can't I just live here and be like these awesome like beach bums that just smoke weed all day and do nothing? Like what a life, right? Everybody looks so happy. Everybody's always in a good mood. It's sunny and 70 degrees. I live in paradise, Southern California, you know? So I go and I find this little spot to sit and and think, and I've got my Walkman and I'm listening to like, you know, my punk rock music and you know, like rebelling against the system. And then I see this woman, this like older lady, you know, she's walking down, she's got, you know, her jeans hiked up with one hand, she's holding her shoes on the other. And she's sort of like trudging along, you know, the, the sand bank there. And, and she says, you know, she, she greets me and she starts to say like, Oh, how are you? You know? And I can tell she's from the Midwest only because I watched that 70s show and she sounds like Kitty Fowler from that 70s show. And I'm like, oh, she's probably from the Midwest. And of course she confirmed that she was. And she's like, oh, you're art, shouldn't you be in school? So it was like middle of the day of the day. And it must have been the springtime, you know, because it was must have been like a, you know, spring break or, you know, people are traveling. People are always traveling to Southern California anyway. So and she we're just having like small talk, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm ditching school because I have to figure out my problems, you know, like I've got problems in my life. And so I'm trying to figure them out. And she kind of looked at me like, oh, that's so, <laughs> that's so deep. You know, this little teenage girl is sitting here, like trying to figure out her life. And she looks at the ocean and she says, well, there's no problem that's bigger than this ocean. So you came to the right place. And I was like, Ah, wisdom bomb. So I was shooketh in that moment because 
it just, everything made sense. She was so right. And I was like, Ooh, wow. She's right. It's not that big of a deal. Like nothing is that big of a deal. Why am I, why am I so perplexed by making a decision that I know in my heart is going to serve my highest good? Yeah. So that was, and then now you can go back and if you want to read the book, you can see what, what happens after that. But, um, it ends up well. Here I am. <laughs> Just so you know, spoiler alert, it does go well for the most part. Yeah. And, uh, and here We're we are. So glad you're here and <laughs> that you so chose this path. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. I love that story. I have heard it before, but it, you know, every time you hear a story, you hear it a little bit differently. It's kind of like going back and um, reading your favorite book over and over again throughout the years and kind of seeing it from a different lens each time you yeah. do. Do you have any books like that that you do that with? Yes. There's several, actually. There's Wherever You Go, There You Are, uh, John Kabat-Zinn. I, I read that. I, I read that book all the time, uh, Light on Life by BKS Iyengar. Those types of books that really helped shape my understanding of Buddhist philosophy or yogic philosophy or, you know, just A Path with Heart by Jack Kornfield is another one. Those books that you just play or listen to or or read that I have on my nightstand that I'll just open it up and I know exactly what the story is. But sometimes mm-hmm. you're right, it just lands differently. And I, yeah. I really enjoy that. What about you? Do you have any that you read? I have. There's several books of poetry that I similarly keep on my nightstand. For me, poetry is so soothing and like that practice of winding down at bedtime, very relaxing for the nervous system in terms of reading something that is fiction or poetic, really relaxing for the brain. So my two go-tos are, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of the, the specific Mary Oliver book, but I have several of hers. Her, she's my one of my favorite poets. Mm. The specific quote and the last stanza or the last line of the poem is, um, tell me what will you do with this one wild and precious life? And I always, you know, I was first introduced to Mary Oliver um, by my mom. She, as I was, she was sending me off to college. She wrote me like this four page letter. And that was a quote she left me with at the oh. end. And I remember reading that like in my college dorm after they had left and it just brought me to tears. And it just felt like such a good question to continually ask yourself throughout your life as you grow. So that's Mary Oliver, any, any of her books, any of her poems return to over and over again. And the other one is Khalil Gibran's the, the prophet. Yes. Oh, one of my favorite just, too. Oh, yeah. Every time for yes. every season or reason or issue, I feel like I can open that book and, oh, there's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, it's one of, that was actually one of my first gifted books when I started my spiritual journey back when I was 19 years old. Yeah. My friend Elizabeth Devon gifted me that book. And I remember reading it and being just so incredibly just mind blown. Like, what is this? This is so, everybody should read this so much, so much beauty, so much wisdom, so much to draw from. I love moments like that because 
we lose those little moments because of the mundanity of life, right? We forget how to remember who and what we, we truly are. And I feel that, you know, for those of you listening to this podcast, our aim is always to create even a little bit of that self-inquiry for you to remember this time is important and valuable and your life is meaningful and everything that you do every day doesn't need to be extraordinary to be meaningful. You know, we can do everything. That's part of a mindful practice is to be mindful of every breath and every movement, everything that you're doing, where you are right now, who you're with, what your surroundings are, what you're feeling, what you're going through, what is important to you right now. It reminds me of those moments where we've talked about this several times on on here, especially for our Wisdom Wednesday podcasts, the thought or the remembrance of, I'm so glad I never got what I always wanted. Yeah. Yeah, there's right. Oh, I love that. Now more than ever, we need to take charge of our health. As it stands, 77 million Americans, which is one in three, are pre-diabetic and most are unaware of their condition. In fact, almost 90% of Americans are actively trying to reduce their sugar intake. But when it comes to sugar and diabetes, our options have been limited. I struggled for many, many years with a sugar addiction. I mean, I've talked about it at length on this podcast. I was an emotional eater and would often just eat my feelings through sugary treats, donuts, chocolate, candy bars, just anything that had sugar that would placate my mania. Fortunately, after many years of doing some work around this, I was able to get to a place where I didn't have to turn to food to numb my emotions. I do still, however, get the occasional sugar cravings. That's why I'm happy to be partnering with Sugar Break. If you have a big sweet tooth like me, you will love Sugar Break. Their Sugar Break Resist is a natural minty fresh breath strip that blocks sweet tastes in foods and curbs sugar cravings on the spot. It's something that I carry with me everywhere I travel and if I'm out with my friends, I can actually make the conscious decision of ordering dessert if I really want it or if I don't. So for those of you who like to eat carbs like me or you're managing your blood sugar levels, following a keto or any other low carb diet or just you love carbs because they're amazing and you're not a big fan of the carb coma or energy crashes that come after eating, you can try Sugar Break Stabilize. It's a pre-meal capsule made with white mulberry leaf, a powerful plant ingredient that helps block carb and sugar absorption and slow down your digestion. What this does is it minimizes post-meal blood sugar spikes and crashes so it keeps you fuller longer and it reduces bloating and lethargy. It helps keto followers have more flexibility with carb choices and quantity while staying in ketosis. So if you're trying to start your year off right with me, visit www.sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie and use the code Rosie to get 15% off your entire order. Sugarbreak products are available nationwide in Target, CVS, and Hy-Vee Grocery. Once again, that's sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie and use the code Rosie to get 15% off your entire order www.sugarbreak.com forward slash Rosie. Why? Because we all need a sugar break sometimes. 
I love my smile, but what I don't love is all the toxic ingredients in most dental care products. They're not good for my health or my teeth, and I want the best for my oral health. I want to use products made with natural ingredients that help my smile, not harm it. That's why I use Lumino. Lumino uses purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. You won't find any harsh bleaches, artificial dyes, or alcohol in any of the Lumino products. Everything they make is dentist-formulated, backed by over 50 studies, and proven to protect the good bacteria in your smile, also known as microbiome. Lumino whitening strips are super effective and perfect for sensitive teeth like mine. It only takes 30 minutes to apply and you'll see results in seven days, making for an incredible before and after. And as I said in the beginning, I love to smile and I feel so much happier and safer using products that I know are helping my health as opposed to harming it. I know you'll love Lumino just as much as I do. To get 15% off of your order today, go to lumino.com forward slash loved and use the promo code loved. That's G-E-T-L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X dot com forward slash loved and use the code love to save 15%. Get lumino.com forward slash loved. It was a sad day in my life when I was told that I couldn't drink coffee. People always wonder why I'm not a coffee drinker and it wasn't that I didn't enjoy coffee. It's just that the caffeine were really increasing my anxiety levels, my stress levels. It was hurting my sleep and it was really just not working for me. Enter Rasa. Rasa is an adaptogenic coffee alternative with an incredible selection of blends. It energizes from adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms to provide sustainable energy without the jitters or that afternoon crash. This is amazing in place of coffee or just as your second cup in an effort to cut back. And if you don't know, adaptogens are most effective when consumed regularly and constantly, which means you're getting your daily dose of adaptogens while enjoying a beautiful morning ritual that can help set the tone for the rest of your day. For me, it's always been about the ritual. I start my day with the Super Happy Sunshine, their joy blend that helps boost my mood, and end with the cacao blend because who doesn't want a healthy hot chocolate? I can't wait for you to try Raza. They even have a quiz on their website to recommend the perfect blend just for you. Right now, to get started and get 20% off of your first purchase, just go to wearerasa.com and use my special promo code ROSIE20 to get 20% off of your first purchase. Just go to www.wearerasa.com and use the promo code ROSIE20 to get 20% off. That's www.wearerasa.com and use the promo code ROSIE20. Well, there's a specific Martin Sexton song. Do you know who Martin Sexton is? Mm-mm. He's one of my favorite musicians. It's very like folksy bluegrass kind of Ooh. jazzy. <laughs> I'll have to share. I'll have to have Kathy add a link Make to me a specific playlist. song. Yeah, and I will. It's that. It's the particular album I'm referring to is called Live Wide Open. So it's his music live. I think he's doing it from Colorado or something. But there's a, a line in one of the songs that's like, thank God for all those um times I didn't get what I wanted Mm. something along those lines and just the way that he belts it out and sings it with that soulful voice is like oh you can feel you I just places you back like in your childhood self when you were like I really want that whatever it was (laughs) 
and your parents said no, or it just wasn't possible for whatever reason. And and you're like, oh, thank God life didn't take me down that path. It's like that retrospect. It really is as cliche as it is. Retrospect is, or hindsight is 2020 is the saying, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I love that. As you're talking about the music, I'm thinking about Tori and I just started watching the Beatles documentary. Have you seen this? Oh, it's on my list. Is it oh so my good? God. You guys, you and oh Jorge have to, I'm telling you, everybody, you guys need to watch this. It's so good. Peter Jackson directed it. It's not a short documentary. It's like a basically three part, three hours per. <laughs> it's an, it's a commit. It's not three hours. I think it's like two hours and 40 minutes. It's three hours, I guess. It's three parts. Tori and I just were in on the second one. Now we, we've been watching it in little chunks, but for anybody who is a music fan and we are, we are a very music heavy family, everything. I can, I can go back even to my book and tell you exactly what I was listening to when I was writing it and what I was listening to when I was going through that specific moment. I actually have a Spotify playlist that I called it like the radically loved playlist. So if anybody wants to listen to my playlist that I was playing while I was listening to my book, let me know. And I'll, I can link that. There's a lot of like Alice in Chains and Nirvana. I mean, it's so, such a random like little playlist, but it's really cool. Anyway, if you're a music fan, it's so, I love watching behind the scenes or the making of albums or the making of these really iconic sounds that are basically the the bedrock of rock and roll or pop music and everything that we listen to today. It's so wild. And, and just to see the magic, you can see the magic happen. I mean, as Paul McCartney and John Lennon are sitting there, the way they're working together, like they're like, oh, I'm thinking about this riff here, this lyric here. And it's like, get back, right? Like this iconic song that's like, okay, yeah, I'll do this G A and then I'll do this. And then, Oh, what about this lyric? And you could just see the genius behind these people. And there's so many people out there, right? We all have this zone of genius. Tori and I just, we go on these, we keep pausing it because we have these full conversations. We're like watching we're like, Oh my God, this is so wild. And then we have this entire philosophical conversation about talent and is talent born or is it made? You know, where do we find that magic? How do you get into that zone of genius? And how do you, how do you tap into that energy, that frequency? And it's so, I mean, I get so excited about it because anytime I'm feeling stuck and maybe for the people that are listening to this, if you've ever, or you Tessa, if you've ever felt stuck or you feel like you're trying to do something creative and you just can't get there or you're feeling a little down. For me, music is always the cure-all. So anyway, it's it, I, I get really excited and I'm just like, music is always my panacea when it comes to having a difficult encounter. And if you're wanting to be inspired, you're looking for something feel good that you know, can just take you into a, a state of feeling good. Watch this documentary. It's so good. I'm feeling very inspired to watch this documentary. 
Jorge brought it up. He was like, oh, he did? Oh, can we watch this? And I said, yes, yeah. of course we can. So it's on our list. Yeah. On that note too, one other thing I would say, like feeling this, this occurred to me last weekend when I was kind of feeling like, you know how you get into a rut in your routine and you just feel like, okay, I'm kind of stuck and I'm not motivated. I was invited to go down to see the Olympians, Jade Carey, gymnast oh. Jade Carey and um, Jordan Childs perform at Oregon State University. There was a friendly competition between the universities that they go to. And one of my really good friend's daughters in gymnastics, and she's starting to be at that level where she might be competing. And she wanted to inspire her daughter and she invited me to go. So I got to go on Sunday to this incredible display of these I mean, mind boggling, like oh. you can't even, you, you watch gymnastics on TV, you know, you see the Olympics and yeah. you're like, how the how? heck do they do that with yes. their body? But then seeing it in person is just next level. Oh my gosh, Rosie. So, and I decided I was kind of like, huh, huh. Cause I knew the week that we had coming up and just yeah. kind of like how busy we are these days busy. and busy, busy bees. I was like, I'm so tired. That's an hour and a half drive. It's going to be exhausting. And then I was like, you know what, Tessa? you're exhausted because you just need to get out of your funk. You need to get out of your groove. You need to do something that's different and inspiring. And I made the decision to go. And I'm so glad I did because Ugh. now I feel really inspired to yes. just be healthy in terms of like, I want to feel good in my body. I want to take care of my body. I feel super inspired in that way. And I'm certainly not going to be an Olympic level gymnast, but it's just, you know, sometimes yes. just like listening to music, of course, if you're an aspiring guitarist or you just need some inspiration, it's such a great way to get yourself out of your yes. head. It is. And I think it's the momentum. Sometimes if you feel stuck, it means inertia. So yes. how do you get the momentum and almost being in the, think about it just energetically, right? Being in, in the energy of people that are very like devoted and very committed, very disciplined, you go into that space, all of a sudden you get excited. I mean, I think about it, you know, when I would go study with my teacher, I would get reinvigorated with my practice. I'd, I, you're in that frequency, you're in that zone. And I'm a true believer of if you don't have it, seek it out. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting, if you don't have inspiration, go seek it out. Who's inspired? I'm not saying, oh, go find somebody to inspire you. I'm saying who is inspired? Go look for it. Can you be around it? I believe it's about proximity, being close to it, being in that energy, whether it's through watching something really inspiring, listening to a podcast or being in the presence. For me, I'm very much, I want to be in the presence of it. If I'm feeling really in a funk, I need to go and be with human form. But if it's an energetic thing where I'm just like, I've, I'm tired and I'm just kind of in this weird funk and people aren't responding to me or I'm feeling like dissatisfied with the way something's going. I need to just pull away. I mean, sometimes you're too close to it. You can't see it for what it is and you need to pull back and view it from that peripheral space to remember how nothing is going to be as big as the ocean. Right. Uh, uh, yes. So that being said, that's our Wisdom Wednesday. We do have one final announcement that I'm just remembering now that you wanted us to talk about, and I totally forgot. So, Never too late. 
It's never too, that's <laughs> right. Oh, there you go. There's that wisdom again. We have a very exciting event going on. Talking about events, we have a very exciting free event for everybody. We have another Radically Loved Summit happening. Drum roll. There it is. Okay. The Radically Loved Summit is available now to register. We'll put the link in the bio. In the bio, listen to me. I'm like on Instagram. I've been doing so many fucking videos on Instagram. Wait, the link below or the link here on the side or swipe up. It's just like, listen, the Radically Loved Summit is here, 2022, and it's going to be an incredible experience. The speakers are next level. We've got some of my besties on there. Tessa's going to be there. Coach Mike Bear is there. We've got Elena Brower. We've got Tara Moore. We've got so many incredible speakers. The whole idea behind the summit was to create a space, an opportunity for people that are interested in reading my book, give you an experience of what each chapter is about. So each speaker was assigned a chapter and they're going to talk about it. Maybe it inspired something uh, within themselves. Maybe there was a takeaway. Maybe it reminded them of a story of resilience where they overcame some sort of obstacle. We're talking about it all. It's a 10-day event. Is that right? Okay. Correct. Yes. Okay. I'm like, it's a 10-day event and it's totally free. All you need to do is register. So we'll put the info in the link, the info wherever you're listening or watching this podcast, the link will be the first thing you see. So you can register there and you'll get access to when it goes live. And I believe it starts February 7th. 7th. Mm -hmm. And it goes through February 18th. So yeah. February 18th is the last day. So Monday through Friday, you'll get a a special delivery Monday through Friday, one email a day, and you'll have the weekend to digest. Yeah. Weekend to digest and get into the information and their short, short interviews. Uh, Yours truly will be interviewing the speakers and it'll be great. And it'll be fun to be you know, have a a virtual event again. It's been a long time since we did a virtual event and we've got some fun stuff in store. Uh, I don't want to share too much because I don't want to give it all away here, but just uh, stay tuned. Definitely sign up for the newsletter if you've not signed up already, because I'll be sharing mostly there, some on Instagram. So be sure to check it out and remember to follow us on all the socials, sign up for the newsletter so you can get more information. Thank you all so much for listening and for being here. I look forward to sharing more of my book writing journey with you and sharing more about the book and sharing more about all the fun things that are coming up. We've got some retreats going on, um, doing my first retreats back since COVID. (laughs) We're going to Mexico. I've got a festival that I'm doing in a yoga festival in Guam that I'm doing on June 25th more details on that coming up and potentially we're going to Italy. That is TBD. So you can stay in touch via my newsletter if you want more information. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Loved Podcast. 
Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com. <laughs>